You're listening to the Love Your Neighbor Podcast. Welcome to the Lynx Podcast. I'm Becky Blue, and I'm a guest host today. Uh, we love having John behind the microphone, but he's been gracious enough to invite me to host today. I got to be with him a few months ago to talk about my book, which is Turning the Magic and Mystery of More Days. And we just found that we like to talk. So <laughs> we hope that you like to listen. And uh, today, as my guest, I have one of my favorite people from Brandon. And I think I talked last time at the podcast about it's good to have a friend from every decade. So when I think about this woman, she would be one of my top three or four. Can I tell your decade, Laura? You okay. can. In the 40s. She's in the 40s. And I'm in the six, in my age is 63. So I celebrated her 40th birthday with her not too long ago and just really blessed by having her in my life. We collaborate through the wonderful nonprofit Brandon Tennis Association. So we're going to talk a little bit of tennis, but a little bit of just life in general. And I know you'll glean some real wisdom from Laura. So our guest today is Laura Wong. And hi, Hello. thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. How do you Laura. like to introduce yourself, Laura? Well, I'm Laura Wong. My last name's a lot easier now that I'm married into a four-letter versus 11-letter last name. So, What was your maiden name? Clinkhammer. Oh, <laughs> so, that's fun though, Clinkhammer? Oh, it is, yes. Okay. Very German. Um, yeah, I, I guess I, I grew up in Mitchell and um, lived in Brandon now for six, going on close to seven years. We moved when our oldest was a baby and um yeah my husband Curtis and I've really enjoyed Brandon and talk a little bit more about that what cuz you probably could have chosen several places to live well we yes uh Curtis grew up in Sioux Falls I'm from Mitchell originally and um I'm a small town girl at heart mm-hmm. so Sioux Falls obviously is not Chicago it's not Los Angeles <laughs> but <laughs> for me I just I knew when we got married and I told Curtis this, I said, I just want to live in a, you know, similar to my, my hometown, a little bit smaller, close knit community. And, um, he at first was, Oh no, let's go Sioux Falls. Let's, let's live here. Well, we looked at a house in Brandon and then we looked at Sioux Falls. Long story short, we ended up in Brandon several years later. So it was, it was more of a calling than it was anything else. I, at the time told him, I said, I don't even know why I said, I just feel a pull. So Mm -hmm. I think it was, and I being. sense from you, from what I know, that that calling piece is important to you. Yes. Talk a little bit about yes. that. Yeah. Um, I guess I've I've been an occupational therapist for the last 15 years, and um, our identities change in the different seasons of life that we have. And uh, becoming a mother of five, or five, excuse me, mother of three, <laughs> whew, feels like five some days, but um, a mother of three in the last couple of years really kind of changed my identity, um, still a child of God, first and foremost, but I just, I, I I struggled a little more to get back into the workforce. And I just realized that, you know, maybe I'm pushing too hard and maybe I need to step back and open my hands up to new possibilities and enter Becky in a conversation we'd had about just uh, becoming more involved in the Brandon Tennis Association. And um, here we are talking today about it and how we can make tennis an even greater 
part of maybe someone else's story, not just tennis, but just connecting with others. And Yeah. Talk a little bit about how you were kind of a career woman, right? Occupational therapy. Yes. And then sort of making that shift to be maybe a little more stay at home. And I think that's hard for women of your age. Very hard. Um, in fact, that's part of my notes was <laughs> having, I know Stacey Omelette talked about this. I had listened to her podcast a little back, a little while back. And um, yeah, just that identity, I won't say crisis, but just an identity shift. And um, knowing that it's okay to let go of something, even if you've gone to school for six and a half plus years and spent a lot of time, a lot of your energy in this path, it's a season in your life right now. And and I can see myself returning to that in a more full, you know, maybe a part-time capacity down the road. But as of right now, this is my calling of where I feel I need to be, have, have a more flexible schedule to allow to be at home more and um, be more involved in my kids' life and um, still feel connected to the community. So it's good. been a good, good godsend to, to have you approach and just have these conversations with you, so... Oh, thank you. Yeah, so I've been kind of scoping out Laura Wong for years at, related to my own desire to hand off my leadership at the Brandon Tennis Association. And, you know, Laura was kind of one of the only people who would just show up at a tennis match and she didn't have children in the match. You know, she came to watch. So I knew she had some enthusiasm and some love of the game. So um, for those of you who might not know, Laura is now the our first executive director of the Brandon Tennis Association. And so it's been wonderful watching her grow into that position over the past year. So Laura, talk about moving into the nonprofit, almost kind of volunteer world. How, how has that helped your identity when you did leave your profession behind? Yeah, I mean, it's... It's been a big shift, and honestly, I find it even more, if it was possible, I found a lot of fulfillment in my OT career, um, but just it's it's filling a void. Um, being involved in something you're really passionate about really is um, it's kind of a game changer, and it really gives you that motivation and drive to, okay, this is why this is why I'm getting up today. this is this is my go-to. this is my my calling at this time. so so just embracing that and um, learning that it's okay that, hey, now might not be the time for that sector of, you know, the nine to five or whatever, but um, having the nonprofit behind it, it just, it, it gives you that, like I said, that passion behind um, something that tennis has brought so much joy to my life in, in a lot of ways. Um, you know this, but um, that's how I met my husband, Curtis. Uh, very nice. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, yeah, it was, it was a mutual friend that introduced us and it was something that we shared in common and, um, just start off as friends and here we are three kids later. So that's so great. So what would you say to somebody in Brandon who's like, oh, I've always kind of wanted to play tennis or I played Mm -hmm. tennis like in eighth grade and I haven't picked up a racket. Uh, any thoughts on that? Give it a try. You never know until you try and it, it doesn't matter how good you are because you're getting exercise regardless. <laughs> and, right. um, and it's, it's such a fun, it's such a fun sport that um, really any level, any age, that's the part I like the most is that you can have a preschooler out there. You can have a, I mean, heck we bring our toddler, you know, out there and she's running around and just picking up balls, whatever. And then having, 
adults that have never played. Like mm-hmm. it, it's that's where my passion is too, is getting adults out there um, that maybe have never tried it, and just there's so much more to there's so much more to the game itself. It's the relationships you build, and that's what brings me a lot of joy is connecting people in the community. So. Yeah, thank you. And I think the intergenerational aspect of it is really wonderful. And I love yes. what you did last year with a lot of you probably heard of Linksville Camp. You might have friends or neighbors who take their kids. Maybe talk a little bit about the Linksville Camp and then the opportunities for parents while they're at the camp. Yeah. So Linksville Camp is nothing new. You had started that back uh, many years ago, but um, it's basically a four-week, well, it's it goes throughout the summer, but... Um, we have opportunities that we're trying to get. Um, we have we have basically kids' lessons going on, and then we're trying to incorporate um, adult lessons at the same time. Um, just again to get parents more involved. It's, it's so easy, and I'm guilty of it to just hey kids, you know, watch TV here for a while. But it's it's such a good activity to get out of the house and get your kids out there, and you can just be tossing the ball. You can do anything. I mean, it's, it's just really just being involved with them. And um, yeah, we've, we look to expand our adult programming even more too, of just um, offering beginner lessons, intermediate, or just recreational anything. And then also there's competitive leagues, of course, there's some in Sioux Falls, but we're trying to build that up more in Brandon as well. So so what's the time frame like for sign up or those kinds of things? Yes. So we will have our information out in the park and rec brochure. It's coming up very soon. And um, the timeline we'll have is basically lessons start in June, but we have the prep and sign up in April. And um, yeah, our Facebook page is where we do most of our updating of uh, information. And we also have our website and that's where parents can go to sign up their kids for that summer Linksville camp. So, okay. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, visit the website or the Facebook page for Brandon Tennis Association. Yes. Um, I'm going to shift gears and ask for a little free advice to our young parents <laughs> out there. You are an <laughs> occupational therapist and work with children a lot. So, yes. what are your best parenting tips related to occupational therapy? Yeah. Well, I, th- I think the biggest one is get your kids moving. Um, it's it's how your brain, it's how our brains thrive is through movement and the sensory aspect of, you know, I've worked with a lot of kids that have had sensory processing um, issues and ADHD and kids on the spectrum. I mean, it's it's something that movement is is not unique to anyway. It's movement is movement and it's so good for your brain development. So so of course I I feel like a little bit of my calling too is kind of getting those youngsters in it at an earlier age. Um, you know, that preschool age, I really, preschool kindergarten, I really like just because not only do I have my own, but it's, it's an age group I've worked a lot with and knowing how crucial it is for them to be developing their sensory motor systems and um, how it all works together. And, and tennis is really the perfect, perfect avenue to, to help move that in the right direction. So so really this, it's funny because I would say a few years back, I I just had one of those moments thinking, how can I combine kind of my OT, my tennis, my love for tennis and love for working with kids? How can I combine all three of those and enter this 
position, I think that I found that. So. Yeah, <laughs> that's perfect. And we hope you stay for a long time. Yes. It's so good. Um, what about you for self-care? What do you like to do? That's a good one. Um, yeah, self-care, I would say the tennis is definitely one of them, obviously. That's a big one. But just taking time for yourself to to get away from the noise. Um, we have a busy house. So um, just taking time to go for walks outside and connect with nature. Um, I like to read. Usually I'm kind of a read by mood. I think we've talked about yeah. that. It's have a stack of books on your nightstand. <laughs> stack what of books. What do I feel like tonight? And um, yeah, so honestly, it's it's just taking that time for yourself to to know what your limits are. And And I'm a go, go, go person. Anyone that knows me, I... I am generally pretty high energy, and if I'm not, then you know I need to to find those um, find those moments to take care of myself again. So, yeah. so yeah, we all need that time time away. And thank goodness I have a great husband too that allows for that time, so we can both kind of navigate that with you know a growing family and stuff. So, mm-hmm. so this is the Love Your Neighbor podcast. Give an example of how you love your neighbor, and Brandon. Yeah. Um, for me, one of the biggest areas that comes to mind is just being there for someone, um, especially in a, a very challenging time. Um, being in the OT realm, I've I've dealt with some situations with people that are, you know, are pretty tough. They're end of life things, you know, things that I've worked with. So I think sometimes it comes a little easier for me to step in when things are really challenging for some, which um, may not be the case for a lot of people. And so... Anyway, it's just being there. I mean, just just as someone to talk to, mm-hmm. if they're willing to talk, and if they don't, just physically being there for someone um, at a tough time in their life. So, I love that. Do you have any leading questions that you ask people so you can kind of go deep with them instead of just the chit chat? You know, I try to keep. I mean, I I know there. I can kind of sense. I'm a pretty intuitive person, so I can kind of sense if someone doesn't want you know to go any deeper on a certain topic or whatever. But um, just. Hey, how are you doing? You know, just focusing yeah. on them and um, not as much the situation, but you know, what's what are you doing to help care for yourself? And um, yeah, just wow. taking time to know their support. Yeah, that would but, be a great question for everybody. What are you doing to take care of yourself? Yeah. So, thanks everybody. Uh, thank you, Laura, and thanks to our listeners. And please share this podcast. We love Brandon and we want other people who love Brandon to listen or to learn about us. So take care. Thanks for having me. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us on the Love Your Neighbor podcast. The purpose of the Love Your Neighbor podcast is to build community one conversation at a time. You can help us build that community by sharing the podcast on your social media channels and rating our podcast on whatever platform you're listening from. Another way is to let us know of any neighbors who have a story. Go Leaks! Go Leaks!